What's going on? We're back. Luminary Sound Special Edition. My son wants to be involved in this. And this is an awesome situation because we're going live. We're going live, but we're going international. We're going international. We're going international. Who's the artist we got today, bro? We got Kadeem Terrell. He's going to be joining us very shortly here. He'll be coming in. We're waiting for him to just pretty much request us. Um, we were here just a couple of minutes ago and we were going live. Um, so, you know, right now, you know, I want to thank everybody here for joining us. Absolutely. And Absolutely. anyone that came just 15 minutes ago that kind of saw us, we got a special guest with us as well. Amari's hanging out with us today. Yeah, Amari, say what's up, Amari. Say, say hi, Amari. Hi. Yeah, so he's ready for uh, Kadeem Terrell as well. Yeah. So that, that's our guy right there. All right, so Kadeem, go ahead and request us. Yeah, send us a request, Kadeem. We, we, we see you, man. Go ahead and send us a request. I see you. I see you, Kadeem. Just, just request us. How's everybody doing out there? You know, yeah, I know it's a, a it's a there tough time. And without further ado, here he is, my man. You, you getting um? It, it, we we got your request. Here you go. What's going on? How's it going? What's going on, man? How's it going? <laughs> doing great. Good. Man. Oh, we're excited to have you, man. You know, like, um, with the climate of what's going on right now, and, you know, I definitely want to talk about music, obviously, but, you know, the you know the climate of what's happening. What's it like in the UK? Okay, it's probably nothing like what's happening in America right now. But okay. it's, a big, it's a big thing. I actually live, like, um, very close to where the process is happening. So it's at the end of my street. So um, I feel the energy. I feel everything. And... Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm just happy that everyone is really protesting and, you know, the whole black community is getting together and we're just, like, fighting for what is right, you know, so... Because, obviously, as we've been saying for how long, you know, the UK is not... It's not innocent. So right, we have yeah. to open over here as well, so we're just, just fighting. What would you say the racism is like in the UK? Like, have you experienced that type of racism yourself as, as, as a black man? I have, I have, but more so in, like, my job. So, um, in the music, music industry as well, but my job, of course, um, it's just been a lot. So I think like one of my jobs I got um, released from, they were telling me that I, I don't remember what it was. I just remember that I, I was fighting it with like a case, but it was just a big issue where my color was a, was an issue in there. Like the team was saying that I was like, I was, um, I was aggressive. And I was like, I'm never aggressive. And it was other little things that it were kind of saying that, like when I came into work with a tracksuit one time, well, I was allowed to wear a tracksuit, but one of the boys said to me that, oh, you look like you just come from jail. So I was like, oh, oh man. But man, everyone else is, is wearing the tracksuit, but yeah. I think, I think every black man has a story, you know? Francis, you know, you have a story as well. You yeah, know? of course, of course. I mean, of course, uh, racial profiling is very, very, very big. Uh, it's, it's, it's bad out here and it, it happens a lot. Um, there's situations, you know, I went to school down south over there in Atlanta and, uh, you know, I've been racially profiled by police yeah. and yeah. Uh, you know, held at gunpoint just leaving a nightclub because yeah. of there was a stabbing that happened the same time I was leaving and I had nothing mm -hmm. to do with the stabbing and, and pretty much they were, they were going to arrest me and take me away at, at gunpoint and I knew nothing about why they were arresting well, the people they were yeah. yeah, so. Um, were they physical with you? They were they were physical. It, it got it got real physical. It, it got crazy. Luckily for me, 
the people that were involved in the altercation, they didn't know me at all. They told the police yeah. they didn't know me. So they let me go. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, just being in South London, I know Ooh. you're in South London. I haven't made my way over there yet, but I'm, I'm going to make my way. I'm going to come <laughs> see you. one day, come through. Yeah, you yeah, got to go We're, we're going to come see. We're going to come see y'all. And, um, and um, I was wondering, um, as far as the protests, have, has there been a lot of protests out there in, in South no. London, it's, UK? It's, every, it's everywhere. Wow, it's, it's global. It's, it's a global, it's global thing. It's a global thing. That's, that's one thing. But it's actually such a beautiful thing to see. So I went on. I think on Wednesday, I went to one. And um, oh, that, man, my man, that's one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't feel. I wouldn't feel my blackness if I didn't show up and represent as well. Because you know, being a person of color. I was harassed as well. I, I fit a description. I was arrested, put in a paddy wagon, brought off to jail. And literally, I was in there because I fit a description. Yeah. And for no other reason whatsoever. So I understand, like, the climate of what's happening. And, I mean, it's definitely been moving to, to all of us involved. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm glad but, that it's happening. I'm glad it's happening. Now they see us. They can see us now. And they're listening. Oh, we're hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, they hear us now. They hear us loud exactly. So hopefully, hey, I think after, after the protest, I mean, there's still a lot of work to do. As I've been saying for so long, you know, um, every industry needs to change. Every, That's right. Every, the whole the, um, systemic um, racism, all of that needs to be broken down. And we need to start again. So, you know, I'm just hoping that after this protest, the energy don't change. I want everyone to keep the same energy and just to keep on That's fighting right. for what is right. I'm not sure if you heard this, but uh, Republic Records came out and they're eliminating the okay. title. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no more of a urban style of music or whatever, and they say that's like a, a you know step in the right cat you know the right yeah. category where we need to be. I mean, how do you feel about that? Like the title of urban artist? Do you know, to, to me, I've never really used the term. But when it comes to urban, it's like, what exactly do you mean by urban? So it's like uh, they could say you could be like, oh, it's a black sound, but. I'm not too sure how I really feel. What's, what's, what's a black sound? <laughs> <It's, laughs> so, when it comes to to music, there's a lot of that things that you can really say, right? For me, there is a black sound. For for example, there is like there's there's soul, and you know sometimes the problem for me was that when um, another person, another race, was doing that, the color, the music that we kind of started, that well, the, you know, the black soul, it started from. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm sure right. it was like Texas, I think it was, or Chicago, where yeah, so yeah. originated from. So, and then when another person is doing it, and it, it gets all the money, it gets all the attention, they get pushed to the forefront. So, there is a black sound. there is a black white privilege, who knows what that sound is. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Elvis Presley is like a, a really good example of somebody who took like that kind of rock and roll style and, and bluesy, and he started doing soul music as well. And, you know, yeah. they, call him, they call him the king. And yeah. I don't understand how you could be the king without being the originator, you know? So yeah. that's, uh, that's, that's pretty interesting. But, uh, mm. yeah. No, for sure. Segwaying just, and, and with us talking about music, I want to segue into your music because mm. um, I heard your stuff and I said, man, this is a brother that yeah. is going to do some things. Yeah. And um, I Amen. saw that. I, I want to salute you once again on uh, Complex UK giving you the 10 best R&B yeah, soul you. artists to watch 
in 2020. That's that's, that's incredible. So when you, where were you at when you heard that news? Do you know, I don't even remember. All I know is that I got a message from my uh, manager and he was saying that, oh, Complex, want to put you in the, in the, um, the magazine online. So I was like, oh, what for? Then I thought it was that. I just went looking at it. What am I in there for? <laughs> so yeah, then oh, wow. this is it. And I'm here 2020. I know it's been a, it's been a, a tough year so far. It's been, mm-hmm. it's been a lot. That vibrated like everything. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's been a lot, but um, I've been working and I think that maybe this is the year that I should have been looking at. Me too, because I've been, I feel like I've made music where I'm really proud of it. I'm stuck in my house. We've all been in quarantine. So what can I do apart from make music and, and better myself? That's so, very true. This same year, I, I, feel I will be releasing music still. I want to ask you about releasing music. Do you feel, um, you know, pressured to put out music that is going to help uplift the community right now in this time? Or do you feel like, I just want to still be creative in my, the space that I have, that I normally do? That's a, I'm so happy you asked that question. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I feel like people are waiting for me to release a song that uplift, uplift the black um, community and um, sing about what's happening. But to be honest, I'm still a human and this is still heavy for me. So yeah. this is a lot that I'm still kind of like trying to understand. I'm trying to educate myself on the whole, everything about it. And to be honest, it's quite hard to sit down and write, for me anyway, personally, to sit down and write what's happening because it, for some people, they go out in the protest and it's just like, you know, we can fight, blah, blah. For me, when I went there, I had tears in my eyes because I was mm. just like, this is different for me. I can feel the energy different and... I'm, although I'm happy, I'm so sad and I'm angry that this is what we have to do in order to be heard. I'm angry that I'm out, I have to come out and leave my house to actually protest for something that's really just common sense. You should treat us normal. You should know that we built the land. We, right. You should know all of that stuff. And that's so right. those are the things where um, my anger my, and my upsetness, should I say, um, is, is, over, is overpowering me really creating something that can really uplift so I'm trying to find out where I can do my do my part. If it means sign a petition, or if it means to just educate someone that doesn't really know what it, what's really happening, I'm trying to do my part. But um, to be honest, I did write a song that oh, <laughs> that yeah. is close that's close to it, but it still doesn't really resonate with how I'm really feeling because I can't well, really put these into words. I feel I feel like for everybody, like if you do just a little bit, yeah. it goes a long way. You know, for everybody to do a little bit around the world, and I think that's what's happening right now. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting to see people that are not of color to it's thrown in their faces. You know that we got to do something collectively, and I think a lot of change is going to happen around this. And you know, mm-hmm. I, we should—I should have started off by saying, you know, rest in peace to the George Floyd family and what they've gone through, mm-hmm. and everyone else who has been under, for you sure. know, you know that type of uh, brutality. You yes. know. Um, you know, he did not die in vain. Uh, if anything, he, he he changed the world. Yeah, exactly. And, I was about to say that. Well. You know, his life has done so much for the entire mm-hmm. country. Oh, yeah, for sure. And um, it, I'm really, to, you know, second that, I would like to see and hear the music that we have coming yeah, yeah, yeah. after a time like this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because there's so much change that's going to come. Yeah, absolutely. 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 Now, getting to, to the music, because that's why we got here for sure. 
you know, a lot of people like April 25th off your Elements album. And that's not my favorite. It's great, right? <laughs> my favorite is Smoke and Mirrors. That's my favorite. I've been, I've been jamming that one all morning long. So, you know, I'm a little biased to that. But that's my favorite. That's going to be the top song, in my opinion. I'm glad that there's other favorites. Because it would be annoying if someone just like one song and then that was it. <laughs> I don't no, know. no, no, no. I, I, will, I will say, <clears throat> I'm a visual person. Your videos, wonderful, my yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. Great visual. I <laughs> yeah. and, and I see you you rep Boston Red Sox. You got people you you a fan? Do you know what? No. <laughs> I, sure. I see a lot of Boston. My, I think it was I think it was more so my I actually have a lot of Boston which is the craziest thing. I don't so know how do you why, notice But so I, how, I, how I you so you know, how you actually noticed that? Because I, I noticed that because I, we, do, we do our research. We do our research. We do our research. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we do. You know, I, I was gonna ask you. I said, "Is he a like big sports person?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe like maybe my past life, I might have been there. <laughs> I, 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 grew up, I grew up in Massachusetts. That's why I asked. I grew up oh, there okay, okay. in the Boston area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man, but, but well, no, I just, I just have it because I just always had it. My mom always, when I was small, she always used to buy um, the Boston um, stuff for me. And then when I was older, I always was like, "Okay, cool. This one appeals to me more." So. Yeah. Hey. Sure. That that's cool. I love it. But for me, my favorites, I love for good and take me. Those are my songs. Oh, the first one. I love all your I love all your songs, but those are the ones that just I, I really that resonate with me. I, I listen to it and I'm like, man, okay, I really yeah. am feeling these songs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me ask you one of the different times of where I like. Um, my songs. I have like a favorite now and then. The next time it'll be another favorite. So I'm glad to hear that you both, you know, have to Oh, yeah. Now, the interesting <laughs> that your favorite is Take Me. Uh, what was the production on Take Me? Because it sounds like a, a lot of live instrumentation in that track. Is this oh. something that was created specifically for you or something that you, you know, you lease somewhere else and you just love the vibe of the track? What was so it about? Everything, everything that you hear is specifically made for me. So. Wow. Yes, I work very close with my producers. Um, okay. um, shout out Sam Posner, who's on Smoking Mirrors, your favorite. And then um, Baker Aaron is who produces most of the stuff that I, I, okay. I do. And that is um, For Good and Take Me. So he loves to use live instruments. Mm -hmm. When we like, met each other, I said to him, I love live instruments. So I want you to, to, um, to just start to use those because I love your production. I know you like live instruments, but I want you to really, you know, push that through some more so nice. there it was and it's all actually some of them are live instruments but he he takes um sounds and samples them so mm -hmm. it just sounds like when it comes to sample he's sample king so it's sample king yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your, your performance at the jazz cafe was awesome too yeah, we oh, checked that out. Oh, you was there? <laughs> <laughs> we do our research, my I'm man. We're like anonymous, bro. We're, we're everywhere, man. We check it out. Yeah, no, that was my first time ever performing there as well. So I was, I was just like, yes, I've, this is the one like thing ticked off the box. What were yeah. the nerves? What were the nerves of being your first performance? What in in life or just in in, in ja the jazz cafe? Because it was your first time there. You know, no, so I don't really, I try to like beat down nerves. So I always believe that nerves is like um, the thing that you're scared of, if that makes sense. So for example, yeah. the thing that I, 
that I'm scared of going on and people not clapping and stuff like that. I, yeah. I'm in control of it. So it means that if I go in there and be shit, people are going to laugh at me. So I yeah. need to <laughs> put down all the nerves and the fear of anything else. I just need to make sure that I kick mm. out whatever nerves I have. So I don't, I try not to believe in nerves. Although your belly might rumble. To be honest, there's some things that happen <laughs> beforehand, but usually I, I'm not really nervous. It's the minute I get onto the stage, I'm just like, let's have some fun. Let's do this and make this a time to remember. Wow, that's interesting. So, mm -hmm. I mean, has there ever been a situation where, you know, the performance just did not go as planned? No, I'm going to say that I... That's, I, I, that's I, great. I, that's great. That's great. That's great. Well, to, to be fair, I'm, <laughs> yeah, but no. Because okay. the minute I get up there, if something goes wrong, like, you're not really going to know that. It's up to us on the stage to, to work together as a team to make sure that whatever it is that we do, we do it to yeah. the best of our ability. So, um, I just believe that every single time has been a lesson. It's been, it's been um, something that I've learned from and something that I've pushed through, because it's just about the end and doing it well. Speaking about lessons, right yeah. now where you are as an artist, where would you? What would you say are some of your hurdles that face you as an artist right now? I think this whole the whole thing of being an artist is a big hurdle. So I'm mm -hmm. trying to jump over the whole. You know, accepting um, my sounds and accepting that my R&B over here in the UK might not be loved as much as it is in America or will be in America, should I say. It's funny you say that because, not to cut you off, but no, no. I noticed that UK, when it comes to R&B, they're starting to be loved here in the States. You oh, got LMA, Georgia Smith. Yeah. Leanne Le Habas. Yeah. I mean, even if you go into pop with Harry Styles in one direction, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, I, I noticed, I don't know if uh, you could correct me if I'm wrong because you're there. Um, mm. The UK is actually getting more love. So um, with you seeing that, it is, is it more of, I got people that have my back that have broken through for me. So, you know, they've kicked in the door so now I can just run through or you still feel like I still got to kick in. I still this feel door. like I got a kick through the door. Because mm. yes. really and truly, I think that the UK, I don't know what it is, but it's, the R&B mm. is not pushed as much, like, over here. Like, mm. in America, you you guys love. And obviously, it's a bigger country. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of places that um that have, that like, listen to R&B and all different types right. of genres. But um, over here, it is a lot of... It's a lot. Because then it comes down to the whole yeah. racism thing. As yeah. Well. Like, I don't really see a lot of my black people on my TV screen or on, oh, this wow. on the radio. So it comes mm. down to that kind of stuff as well. So it's not even that, like, we don't like it. It's just that it's not pushed. Because I know that there's a crowd that love the music. When oh, you go sure. on to, when you go on to um, Spotify, you can see the statistics. Like, you can see that a lot of the right. artists that do R&B, they're being played. So, yeah. and I know that when I go to the, to the, um, to the other events and I watch other artists and I see them perform and their crowd and how they're loved and even down to their Instagram, but yet it's still not pushed on mainstream. And then I just, that's what I just don't understand. But, so what um, would you say is more pushed on mainstream? Would you say like the, I know the, the electronic music is, is big in Europe. Um, is it hip hop? Is, is, it, it, rap? is it rap? Um, what it's would you pop. say? Is really over, here, over, over here, really and truly mainstream, you only really see pop to be fully honest. You have the pop. pop the pop music. And pop then, is still pop. Um, wow. You will have, <laughs> wow. like, a pocket of a few people who, who do grime 
and then yeah. Um, yeah. something like drill would, would blow up and then it would start to get the attention from there. So, um, wow. Now, any, any American, second, sorry. any American influences that you had growing up that you was like, wow, I really like this American artist and, and who in the UK will be an artist that is revered? As in like the same. Yes. Ooh. Like so American, singers, like American in the UK. Like who, who do you say growing up you revered as an American artist and as a UK artist? All right, cool. So an American artist, I would say I listen to a lot. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of Aaliyah. So I'm a big fan oh, okay. of All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, I listen to a lot of Tyrese. I listen to a lot of Donald Jones. I listen to a lot of Joe. I listen to a lot of... Donald Jones. Jones. That's my guy. You're an R&B <laughs> guy, for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you said Donald Jones. This is my players in the Donald hood. Jones, like, it's like, yeah. that's when I was like, ooh, this... For, for, for me, Donald Jones was the only one person that I was like, his voice is... I understand it because for a long time I didn't understand my voice. I was like, I, my voice is high, but it was also low, and it mm. sounds weird. It doesn't sound like all the other voices that's on the R and B. Right. For me, Donald Jones was that voice. Where I was like, oh, oh, that's cool. I resonate. You sound like me yeah. a bit. Yeah. So I felt yeah. like I listened to his music a lot growing up, and um, Jill Scott, Brandy. Um, I listen to a lot of the nineties R and B. He can't do low like you though. You you hit those low notes like <laughs> it reminds me of um like Tony Braxton when she can sing the real low notes really? and then go higher. That kind of really reminds me of. I was like, man, I haven't really heard a male singer besides like a Barry White type singer that can hit a low yeah. register note. So that's that's yeah, my dad cool. always says that as well. He's like, you're like Barry White. No, that's that's awesome, man. So, I mean, I, I know that when it comes to like music, you already told we talked about some of your songs that we enjoy. April 25th was really big for you. Right now you got Talk to Me that's yeah, doing yeah. well. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I, I know you just mentioned to us, you just wrote something that you're going to be, you know, of course, uh, putting out probably soon or, yeah. or not, whatnot. When it comes to the process, I know you mentioned your producers too, mm -hmm. but just yourself, because uh, you write, correct? Mm -hmm. You pretty yeah, much yeah. write. So do you pretty much get the music and then you write to the music? Or yeah, do you so more time, more time it will be the music and then I get, do get to the writing. Sometimes okay. I've done like a little bit of writing. I'm going into a session. I'm being like, okay, cool. I've got this idea in my head. But that's a longer process because as mm -hmm. you can point behind me, my guitar, I'm, I'm learning. Yeah, I see. <laughs> I'm trying to get people to, to understand my ideas by, by playing. There you go. There you go. But it is more fun to actually get the music, get the vibe, because a lot of different beats will give you a different feeling. You yeah, know, I can't, sure. I can't just write lyrics and then someone's going to give me a beat that's like a, a happy beat and then I'm writing a sad song. So <laughs> I, I work with the beat. I want the music to kind of, you know, give me the feeling and give me the vibe. That's what I, I do have a question uh, regarding your albums, elements, and uh, feels. Yeah. If you had one album out of the two, if you could present to your fans and be like, this is more of who I am and this is what I want you to feel from me, which two out of the albums would you choose and why? This is crazy because someone asked me what's my favorite, my favorite um, EP, but I'm probably going to say Elements, only because it's mm -hmm. like growth. And it's mm. like where I where I am. Well, where where I was the most recently, if that makes sense. Where I am mm -hmm. now, um, yeah. That's where I'm making the music now for you guys to hear where I am at now. But um, I would say elements. This is like who I am. It's like broken down to. There's more stories in it. There's more. Um, 
you know, for example, April 25th, which kind of just focuses on like being a black man and being um, very black right. and being depressed. So me as, yeah. as me as somebody who um, has been in, through depression, that was my way of like, you know, speaking out. Shout out to Elamator, who actually is on the track and wrote the, the tune too. So we, I'm able to like express my myself in that song. Yeah. Um, take it was more so your project. Say again? It was more so your project, because I know uh, the first project, Fooled, the EP, yeah. it was sort of like, yeah. it was a collaborative effort, yeah. right? With them. Is it Ryan or Ryan? When I started, so literally what Fooled is, Fooled was an EP between me and um, Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> so if, who was that? Is it Rin or Ryan? But it's R-Y-N, right. but it's then Ryan. But um, yeah. we, I literally had some tunes on my, um, on my laptop and I was like, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to do this music, but I'm not really happy with these tunes. So yeah. can you remix them for me? He went, remixed them, and I was like, shit, we've got we've got a few tracks that I can put together. So that was my first project of like um okay. where I was growing up. So I grew up in um at South London and we're quite known for garage as well. So I don't know if you know what garage is. I heard of it. Okay, I wanna say I think I know but I wanna make sure I'm um, thinking the right so, thing. Have you heard of Soul Solid Crew? Soul Solid Crew? Yeah. I've yeah. heard of that as well. <laughs> okay. Well, when you, when, you come off, when you come off, check it out. But um, okay. that's like a sound that is quite big in the UK. You know, like okay. house, house and Garage. So, oh, House, yes. House, yeah. So House and Garage. Yeah. But yeah. Two, they are very different. But um, okay. it comes onto kind of the same, you know, bracket. Yep. But um, I wanted to do that sound. So I kind of like paved my way through you know doing soulful garage and soulful house and those kind of things there until i ended up doing soulful r&b so yeah um Interesting. so phil's was like the ep that i was in my room and i was like i was teaching myself like how to record let me see my mic there, there <laughs> so, you know, that's where i record i record everything at home so i just was okay. teaching myself like how to do things properly i was like you know going to the studio is too expensive and it's time for me to teach myself. Yeah, I wish so. every artist just took, I would say, a month or two out of their time to just leave the learn studio, learn how to record the, you know, learn how to record on your mm -hmm. own, learn how to work the, you know, digital audio workstations, and you'll be so fulfilled about how much you learn quickly on your own. And you really don't need. There may be certain things for mixing you probably need someone else possibly, yeah. but at the end of the day, you can really do it on your own. Like you got the microphone back, you need no label to get your exactly. music. And you've got YouTube now as well, so YouTube can tell yeah. you how to do everything. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and that's why yeah, I, I learned how to play the piano off YouTube. There you go. You learned, I learned how to play the piano yeah. off YouTube. Oh, I, I had no idea. Star off YouTube as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I had no idea. Amazing. I started playing just a few, you know, basic chords, and then I got uh, Ableton Live, yeah. and I, I made like a hundred and some beats right now just because of what I learned off YouTube. Just, just simple like that. Yeah. So I do encourage artists to, you know, yeah. take a take a step away from just the, yep. the creative process and learn how to do the technical work yourself. Exactly, because it will help you. Because, for example, in the middle of the night when I get up, I'm just like, I got an idea, pull out my laptop, plug in, and just go, and just yeah. do it. And then, yeah. you know, I won't forget. And then, I've, if anything, I've recorded that bit. And it's like, this is great. That sounds great. It sounds raw. It sounds nice. So and do you have a favorite song that you wrote, produced, or created on your own? Anything so that I you do? I love <laughs> That's the only thing. Oh, I don't think you I, don't produce. I, okay. That's, that's I, the next step for you. That's yeah. the next step for you. You're going to produce your own track one day. You, you got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> it doesn't 
doesn't appeal to me. Like the producing, like the way that I want to be, I want to be on that level by by tomorrow. I want to be. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. If I already know that my friends' passions and you know people I work with, that's their passion. If we work all together as a team, then cool. Yeah. What I can do, I can give you some ideas, and I can be like, let's co-produce, let's do a little bit of this, mm -hmm. let's do a little of that. I, I got another question for you. How yeah. did the track with you and King come about? Ah, oh, you heard it. Fantastic. Yeah, I've heard it. I, I, told, I listen to everything. <laughs> so, me and King, we're friends, and um, we've been meaning to work for for a long time. So he hit me up and was like, bro, we got, we got to work, we got to work. So we went over to his studio, and he um, showed me that beat, and he showed me another one. And I was like, no, 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 let's, let's, go, let's go to that one. That one, I can feel it. And then um, we, just, we just went, which he produced as well. He actually produced that. So, yeah, um, King is a talented guy. Yeah, a lot of you that are watching right now, King is another R&B artist that's in the UK. He's dope. Um, and and I, I know of him because of you. You put us on Yeah, we just literally just, um, we wrote the track. I think the next time I, I came to the studio, the second time, and just recorded it. And then it was done. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's very cool. The only thing is because that tune is very, like, it's very nasty. So, <laughs> that's not what I, um, that's not really how I write usually, but he's like. That's how you're feeling. That's how I was feeling at the moment. And because he, kind of pushes, he pushed that out. And I was like, no, I want everyone to believe that I'm a sweet boy. The reason yeah. why I brought that track up was because <laughs> you guys were talking about production. And I, that when I heard that track, I kind of thought, I didn't know if both of you came together and produced it or how that came about. So no, I was like, no, how, it was, I it was all mainly him. I had like some ideas. M more so, I'm more of like a vocal production person. So every ooze and ours and stuff like that, all those kind of things that you would hear, like all the backing ground, background, um, vocals that's what i love to do i love to layer and and all that kind of stuff there. So, everybody can't do that man so that's that's dope. everybody can do it. everybody can't do the layers yeah, and stack yeah. if you can do that yeah, that's dope man that's dope for sure for sure for sure yeah definitely for sure now else for me, man? i got one last question for you when are we gonna get you here in the states well do you know what the maddest thing is i'm always there oh really? <laughs> okay that's home for me. I, well, not home, but my family. My family is there. So, um, my cousin and my auntie are all in New York, and I'm always okay. there. But I do love LA as well. Um, but to perform real soon, I'm hoping. That's good. That's awesome. Whenever you come out to LA, we would love to have you um, on on our show out here. Yeah, for sure. You know, definitely stay in touch with us. We, we, I got a plan right now. My favorite track. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody jump on that uh that smoking mirrors for sure of elements, you know what I'm saying? For sure, yeah. you know. But you know, do you have any other questions for us here at Luminary Sounds? Ooh. I, I never think to to ask questions. <laughs> what would I say? Like how um do you guys know a lot of UK artists over here, should I say? That's my first question. I would say I we I only know the artists that have hit the mainstream. I don't know like a lot of the underground artists that are deservingly so. Just the artists that you know, America has given us, so to speak. Yeah, I, I know I know a handful of few. Um, like I said, I, I'm I'm a big Stormzy fan. I, I like is it Jigs, 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 Gigs or Jigs. <laughs> the rapper. Gigs, 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 Gigs. He's like, who the hell is Gigs? Yeah, who the hell is Gigs? 
Yeah, Gates. Gates. Who, who the hell is Gates? So, so you're helping me. So, so Gates. Gates, who has a he has he works with Swiss Beats a lot. Yeah, no, gigs. Yeah, yeah, gigs. Yeah, gigs. I, I like gigs. Uh, yeah, gigs. Um, I, I, I listen to George Smith. I listen to you know Leanne Lahavas. My favorite so, is yeah. Phil Collins. Phil yeah. Collins is my favorite of all time. Yeah. Oh, it, he's my he's so, he's my yeah, favorite. Yeah. I, I put him at a at a, a goat status because, cool. <laughs> in, in my opinion, he kind of brought you know a style that was so new. That I had really never heard before, and I was like, "Man, Phil, Co who is this white dude with these different styles?" And I was like, yeah. "Man, he's so he felt like an urban artist to me because of how cool he is. he's he's one of my favorites." Yeah, you said it, urban artist. <laughs> yes, yeah. I thought he was an urban artist, and you see how the media uh, brainwashes us for me that way. No, you know for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but we we got we have our. Yeah. So Go ahead. Find my music then. That's the question. So your music, I just listen to different music all the time. That's um, a good question because yeah, we yeah. we kind of like we, we research and we listen we to different music all the time. And, and um, time. I was I was actually just listening to um, I was listening to Leanne Lahavas. Okay, ooh, ooh nice line nice. up to put in nice, nice. Yeah, and I was listening to Leanne Lahavas, and your name popped up along with some other artists. And I clicked on your single, and April 25th came up. Yeah, yeah. I listened to April 25th, and I said, I like his sound. And I started researching you, and I saw British's, you know, upcoming artists, you know, uh, to look yeah, up. Yeah. And I said, it's no I, brainer. It's I no said, brainer. I, I got to reach, reach out to this man. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and that's how it was. You know, uh, yeah. Nice. I love that. So, so the funny thing is, yeah, and I, I've been listening to UK artists, and, and we listen to K-pop and J-pop. We listen to everything. So um, our platform, we want to use it for having artists that have been unseen and bringing them to the main street, bringing them to the light for everyone to not only see them, but to know of their talent. Yeah, you know, you'll be the, you'll definitely be the first international artist that we've interviewed. You know, sure. I mean, what time is it over there? Is it like uh, 9 o'clock over there? 8.33. It's eight thirty three over here, and right yeah. now the sun's out. It's twelve thirty here, so <laughs> it, it just shows you how music. You know, just how it brings people together. You know, so that's kind of what we want to do. Absolutely, you know. And you know, definitely make sure you know you stay in touch with us. I'm Francois the Great on Instagram. This is Junior Leto. Junior Leto, yeah, yeah. Both of your um things in the chat, and then follow you both so you can keep in touch for sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So for the people that are still looking right now that don't know, you got to check out Elements right here by my boy. Now, my favorite again is Smoke and Mirrors, but April 25th is also a dope record. But, you know, yep. we just want to encourage every artist, to, every person to check out independent artists and give them a chance to be heard because they may not have, you know, the top-notch studios, the big, you know, media machine behind them, but talent is talent, and they need to be heard for sure. And go get his new single, Talk To Me, for sure. Absolutely. absolutely. It's a banger. And um, Kadeem, we want to thank you. Yeah, we'll be in sure. touch. For sure. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem, man. You keep doing your thing. Thank you for joining Luminary Sounds today, yeah. and, and we'll be in touch, my brother. Yeah. Peace out, man. You Take stay care. safe out there, brother. We'll do the same to you right, as well. Thank you, man. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.